Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZ 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Marie Hewlett, and I'm thrilled that you're listening this beautiful Saturday morning. I want to give a quick shout-out to everyone who came to the 13th annual Walk for the Animals last weekend in Long Beach. I had a fabulous time emceeing the event and meeting all of you, and I also had the opportunity to meet Bart Germain from Confidential Inspection Services and his amazing bed bug detecting dog. I was so impressed that I invited both of them to be on the show this morning, though I suspect Bart will probably do most of the talking. Then, after our halftime break, author Charmaine Hammond will be stopping by to talk about her Paws Across Canada tour. You probably remember Charmaine and her dog Toby from a past episode. They have some pretty amazing adventures together. So stay right where you are because we'll be getting started after a quick message from the station here on KJAZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZ 88.1 FM. I'm Murray Hewlett, and joining me now is Bart Germain from Confidential Inspection Services. Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Marie. How's everything going? Very well, thank you. Uh, I'm so glad you're on the show today. We had a chance to meet last weekend at a very exciting event in Long Beach that was promoting the Friends of the Long Beach Animals, and, and you brought a very special dog to that event. Can you tell me about him? It was fun, yes. Uh, the dog we brought, we brought to the event is named Countess, uh, but we just call her Kess for oh, short. okay. And, and Kess has been trained to seek out and find bed bugs. Wow. She, is, she does canine bed bug uh, detection only and uh, went to school for it and has been searching out bed bugs in the Southland here for about two years. Wow, so she got her Ph.D., did she? She sure does, <laughs> and so does her handler. Ah, excellent. Well, how does one go about training a dog to detect detect bed bugs? I mean, I can think of why a dog would be looking for something yummy to, to seek out as far as smells go, but what makes a dog even remotely interested in bed bugs? Well, we all know that dogs enrich our lives in many ways, uh, and we've mostly heard about dogs that are able to detect such things as explosives or narcotics mm-hmm. and maybe even cadavers. Right, right. So the methods used to find those items is the same method used to train a dog to find bed bugs. Oh, okay. And 
what kind of scent, I guess, would a bed bug even have that a dog can pick up on? Is it the well, pheromones? It's, it's a completely unique scent, and the dog is trained only to alert on the odor of live bed bugs oh. or their live eggs. Okay, okay, wow, that's quite impressive. So if you're thinking that you might have a bed bug problem at your house, then you would be the person to call. <laughs> well, yeah. yes, we are, and the reason for that is uh, if you wait until you have a major infestation, uh, hundreds and hundreds of bed bugs and everyone getting bit, then you really don't need us for that part of the operation. You just need to call the pest controller have them come over and deal with the problem. Okay. But if you want to catch it in the early stages, prior to uh, a visual inspection being easily accomplished, then that's when we're called in uh, to do a scent detection uh, inspection and find them early so they can be much more easily and inexpensively treated. Uh, also, after the infestation has hopefully been taken care of by the pest controller, then people call us to come in and clear their property, too, to verify uh, that all of the pests have been eliminated. Oh, that makes sense. So I could even call you then if I just wanted to make sure I didn't have any bed bugs. Just exactly, as and measure. that happens all the time. Okay. We had a lady that came back from India the other day, and uh, she was taking no chances. She left all of her luggage in the garage, mm -hmm. uh, along with all of the clothes she'd been wearing, and had us come over and inspect her baggage uh, after she'd returned. Well, that sounds like a really good idea. I understand that anytime you travel, even the nicest hotels that you can stay at could potentially have bed bugs, and, and if you're luggage is on the ground and your clothes maybe was laying on a bed and you bring that all home, you're essentially bringing back bed bugs to your house. So so that would probably be a good idea just to leave them in your garage and, and call you and, and have your dog check them out. Yes, that is the procedure and protocol right now. And you're absolutely right. Anyone that travels uh, can pick them up and bring them home. Bed bugs are hitchhikers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, they love to crawl into your luggage oh. or on your clothing and uh, leave that hotel room with you. That really makes me hesitant to go traveling, <laughs> i got to say. Is there anything a traveler can do to check out a hotel ahead of time to see if it has a, a no-bed-bug kind of rating? There sure is. There's a consumer site known as Bedbug Registry. Oh, good to know. Uh, if you go to Bedbug Registry and type in the hotel that you want to stay at, why they can let you know if anyone has reported any recent bedbug activity uh, at that hotel. Uh, also, if you go to our website, you'll see a lot of information relating to hotels, uh, apartment houses, and other ways to research the problem. Oh, what is your website? Uh, it's confidentialinspectionservices.com. Confidentialinspectionservices.com. All one word, no spaces that's, between. Okay. That's it. Excellent. And going back to the hotel registry, is that reported by the hotels themselves, or do the guests who've encountered bad situations make those reports? 
Well, that's a great question, and the answer is it's a consumer site, and consumers are the ones that report the incidents. Actually, the hotels are uh, not very good at all about uh, handling bedbug situations at this point, although they are allowed on bedbug registry to uh, discuss what has been uh, posted about their hotel. Okay, okay. So they can say they've taken appropriate measures and they are now bed bug free. They can. But then they could be lying. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So I'd probably go to another hotel if they're listed there. (laughs) Yes. Hotels only have guests for one, two, or three days usually, Mm -hmm. Marie. So they don't view it as a problem unless you can see them, unless it's an infestation. now, if you go to the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, they take the actual correct proactive approach. And what they do at, I'm sorry. What they do at the Wynn Hotel is they constantly sweep the rooms using canine units. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, on a daily basis. When people check out, they send the dog uh, and handler in to check the units right away. So they're swept on a daily basis. And uh, that's how they handle and take care of any problem. They do it immediately. That is outstanding. I'm really happy to know that. I wonder if any other hotels are going to follow suit. I hope so. (laughs) They'll have to call you, give you the business. That's it. (laughs) There are a few, but not too many. How many bed bug detecting dogs do you think there are nationally? Is this something that's really taking off? Uh, nationally, I can't give you a figure. Uh, in the Southern California area, there are eight to ten. Oh, so animals. you must be hopping all over the place then. <laughs> well, we are. Yes. Oh, never a dull moment. In, it's fun. Uh, in all the calls that you get, what would the percentage be of uh, positive fines? Well, uh, of course, on clearing searches after they have been treated. Uh, normally we don't find them. I would say about 90% of our clearing searches, the properties are clear. Okay. But as far as when we're the first responder, mm-hmm. we do find them uh, most of the time. Wow, that's kind of scary. Do bedbugs carry any diseases? Uh, that's being researched right now, but none that we know of at present. The main problem with bedbugs is that they feed on human blood. So so you get real itchy then if you get a lot of bites all over you. Oh, yes. And they attack mainly uh, at night between the hours of 2 and 4 o'clock, although that can happen any time after dark. Right. They are nocturnal uh, normally. Wow. They um, also have some other really bad habits. They like to live anywhere from 5 to 8 feet from where you sleep. Hence the so, name bedbugs. <laughs> exactly. But they like to live in the walls uh, close to the bed as well. It's oh. nice and safe in there. No one can roll over on them. So then they sneak uh, out during the night while you're unconscious and unable to do anything about it. Oh, that just gives me the willies. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> another distasteful uh, trait is that they do not have the ability to draw the blood out of your uh, out of a human body themselves. So what the do they do? Way, 
Well, the only thing they can do is keep fighting until they hit a capillary. Oh. And then they use your own beating heart. They use your own blood pressure to pump the blood out into them. This only takes a few minutes. So they're normally in their home, in their harborage, uh, most of the time, and only go out for 20 to 40 minutes uh, when they're hungry at night. Wow. Bart, you know, I think we really need to, to let the listeners know again what your website is so that they can call you and your amazing dog, Tess, to come on out and check out their homes and make sure they never have to deal with this. <laughs> well, thank you, Marie. It's Confidential Inspection services.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for stopping by the Pet Place. And we do need to take a quick break now, but when we return, Charmaine Hammond will be stopping by to talk about an incredible goodwill journey she and her dog Toby are in the middle of. All the particulars are coming right up after a super fast message from the station here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett, and with me now is author Charmaine Hammond. Good morning, Charmaine. It's been a long time. <laughs> great to be back with you today. How have you been? We are having a great time this summer. How about you? Oh, we're doing okay, too. So you're off on an adventure with Toby, the Wonder Dog. <laughs> <laughs> we are, and what an adventure it is. Well, tell me about it. You're in Canada right now, and, and you're making this huge road trip. We are. We're on a road trip, uh, paws across Canada. We're on a mission to build a kinder Canada, one paw, one person at a time. And our dog, Toby, is the ambassador or ambassador dog for kindness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remind everybody what kind of dog Toby is and what his story is, how you guys oh, got together. Chesapeake Bay Retriever and this uh, Toby Jr., who was our little pup in our life, is just turning two and... Uh, Toby Sr., who started this whole journey several years ago, was a dog that, uh, boy, he was a pretty destructive dog. He wrecked our toilet tanks, rearranged <laughs> furniture, damaged our house, and we got his behavior under control by getting him a job as a therapy dog. Wow, that is incredible. So all the bad behavior stopped as soon as he had something interesting to do in his life. It did. It, it was amazing. I remember, you know, the, the first day on his job at the hospital, we walked through the door. He lets out this huge bark, sort of like saying, I've arrived. And we only replaced one other toilet tank lid in the several <laughs> years that followed that. So, he, you know, he did. He needed a job. He needed a purpose. And now we have Toby Jr. in our life, also a Chesapeake Bay Retriever, teaching me all kinds of different lessons. Oh, really? Now, is he destructive at all, or is he pretty mellow? You know, it's funny. He's he Behaviorally, he's quite different from Toby Sr. He doesn't wreck toilet tank lids. Well, that's he, good. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Um, he doesn't damage our house, but he, he, he tests us in other ways. He's a really active dog, not quite two years old, mm -hmm. so, you know, he wants to play all the time. So I'm learning lessons about work-life harmony and the importance of taking time out for play and really seeing the power of how animals connect and, and encourage conversations between people. 
That's very cool. Now, does Toby Jr. do pet therapy also, or is he more of the Goodwill ambassador who just does the meet and greets? Well, you know, he's a Goodwill ambassador, and we are slowly training him. We'd love for him to be able to go into um, hospitals and group homes. And right now he's been going into tons of schools. The students love his energy, and it's been great training for him, wonderful socialization for him, and we're working on homework every day towards helping him get his good citizen uh, certificates and eventually his pet therapy or his animal-assisted therapy certificates. That's awesome. Now, have I know you wrote a lot of stories about Toby Sr. I've, is anything in the works with Toby Jr.? It, you know, there is. One of the things we're doing with this tour is we are filming everywhere we go all the pet-friendly adventures that we do with Toby. He's also filming it. He's got a GoPro video camera. It's oh, that's so cool. On his collar, or does, how does that work? If we've got a special mount, so it sits on his back, and what's so amazing oh. is that everything he does, you can tell it's him with the camera, not a human, uh-huh. because, of course, his ears are flopping about <laughs> in all the footage. What's so special is how rich this footage is. I mean, he is capturing moments that we don't even notice because we're busy in our life or we're talking with other people. And, of course, he sees life at a different viewpoint than us, a different height than us, and it's really rich coverage. So we're going to write, we're going to film a documentary and then write a book after this. (laughs) (laughs) And where will this documentary be released? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be working on that right through 2014. So the the book and our film will be available, I believe, uh, towards the end of the year. We're capturing all the footage right now and just in the process of putting it onto his YouTube channel. He has his own oh, YouTube, which is okay. <laughs> which is uh, Team Toby TV. And, of course, on his Facebook, we're putting all the, uh, all the Facebook posts and uh, video coverage as well. Is that also Team Toby? His Facebook is the original Team Toby, which is also his website, theoriginalteamtoby.com. Oh, excellent. Hey, and let's talk a little bit about your your books, your children's book series um, that I know you could get on Amazon. Tell me a couple of the titles. We've got, uh, On Toby's Terms was the first book, which was for adults, although we're finding from parents and teachers that they're using it as a read-along, a family read-along book. And the two books that were specifically written for children are Toby the Pet Therapy Dog says, Be a Buddy, Not a Bully. That just came out. And uh, the other book is Toby the Pet Therapy Dog and His Hospital Friends. Oh, wow. Those sound great. And those are all available on Amazon and also your website? That's right. And that's the original TeamToby.com. You got it. No hyphens, no spaces, just all smushed together. All smushed together into one big long word. (laughs) Ah, That is very cool. And you've been on this amazing tour right now for about a month. And how does that go? Where do you find places to stay that are pet friendly? Do you do a lot of research first or are you just winging it? We do. You know, we're, we're, we've got partners and communities that are reaching out saying, we want you to test our hotel. And the accommodations that we love are getting the Toby Tested, Toby Approved Award. Uh, some communities don't do a great job of advertising what they have available in pet-friendly anything, whether it be a hotel or a place you can take your dog for a walk. And so we're really hoping that at the end of the tour, we'll be able to help those communities 
in being able to better promote what they're doing for pet-friendly vacations because we know how many people love to take their fur babies on holidays. Absolutely, and it's so good to know ahead of time if you can actually bring your pet to a specific destination, whether it be a hotel or maybe a, a park in a wilderness area. I know so many places don't even allow dogs on hiking trails. So. That, that's right. We've, we've certainly found that. And, and with the accommodations, it's all over the map. Some accommodations are pet-friendly, and then other ones go out of their way to just make this experience. We were at a Best Western um, just entering into B.C., into Kamloops, British Columbia, and not only did they have the pet-friendly room, they offered pet sitting. So Chris and I were able wow. to go out for an hour, and oh. he got to hang out with the manager. It was great. That is so cool. I know I've taken some long road trips up the uh, Pacific Northwest coast through Oregon and then Washington and then into Canada. And it's really hard to find places that are pet-friendly, let alone somewhere that will actually pet-sit your dog while you out while you go out and do some sightseeing. That's right. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And you're you're documenting all of this, and are you going to make a traveling with your pet book? We are because we're noticing. We, want, we really want to celebrate those communities that are working so hard to make a pet-friendly um, information available to, to families that are touring around. We also want to be able to share some of the ideas that we had and some of the great experiences that we've had with our dog on activities that didn't cost anything. So there's that other side of traveling with your pet. Not everything has to cost money. There's some wonderful pet-friendly adventures you can do, and they're free. Wow, that's pretty cool. What would you say is the biggest challenge in traveling with a dog? In the summertime, I think the biggest challenge is that you really need to plan ahead. I mean, you, it's, you can't just scoot into the mall for half an hour to do shopping Right. when it's hot outside. So finding places that you can take your pet, for example, where we can take Toby for short stays at a doggy daycare or a pet sitting facility, but also wanting to check them out first so that we know that we're, you know, putting our our uh, family member with a reputable business who's going to take great care of him. So that's one of the biggest challenges is finding those places that can um that can really babysit or pet set, I guess, when you're not uh, when you're at the mall or when you've got some other things you need to take care of. That makes sense. And with regards to actually driving with your dog, do you make sure that Toby is in a crate that's seat belted and secured and and that way, if you're ever in an accident, he'll be safe? We really talk about safety, and, and there's the other component about safety, too, where you're where you're having to stop every couple of hours. I mean, I need to because I've got to stretch, but he's got to be stretching and be watered. And so everything that we do for ourselves as humans, we then have to replicate for our pets so that they're safe, healthy, and comfortable during the tour as well. And that's one of the things we're really looking at as we as we tour around and and taking note of what other people are doing to practice safety with their pets. You know, when you're getting out of the car, for example, leashing our dog up before he's out of the car so there isn't any <laughs> squirming around on the side of a road or in a right. busy parking lot. So all those things that we really have to consciously plan out. And just in case he did accidentally get out, I'm assuming you have an ID tag and a microchip and, and all that <laughs> other do. good stuff. Okay. He is chipped and tagged, and, and it's so important to make sure that if your dog ever were to take off in a dog park or 
at a beach that you've got the ability to have your dog and you reunited your pet and you reunited very quickly. Well, I really want my listeners to check out all of the adventures of this amazing road trip that you're on. So let's give out your website one more time before we say goodbye so that they can surf on over a little later and, and see your, your video uh, log of, of Paws Across Canada. <laughs> Thank you. The website is theoriginalteamtoby.com. So theoriginalteamtoby.com is also the handle on Facebook. And his YouTube is Team Toby TV. Excellent. Thanks so much, Charmaine. Have lots of fun. Stay safe and hope we can talk again soon. That sounds great. Thanks so much for having us on the show. It's time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZ 88.1 FM. on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Now, I mentioned this last week, but I want to bring it up again because this is happening today from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in Arcadia Park in the city of Arcadia. It's the Bassett Hound Rescue of Southern California's 17th Annual Spring Games. Events include synchronized swimming, if you can imagine Bassett Hounds doing that, treat toss, costume contest, a kissing contest, parade of Bassett Hounds, and so much more. Head on over this morning and enjoy the games, shopping, tail painting artwork created by your four-legged friend on canvas, a barbecue, and a huge raffle. Adoptions will be taking place and discounts will be applied to pre-approved families at the Spring Games. For more info, visit www.bassetthoundrescue.org slash events. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. You can also visit us on Facebook. Just add backslash Pet Place Radio after Facebook.com. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please stay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. Thank you.